men should act like men, and light beer should taste like beer. Uh, light beer, please. Sure. Do you care how it tastes? Nah, I don't care how it tastes. Okay, well, when you start caring, put down your purse and I'll give you a Miller Lite. Continuing. I don't care, I just got one of these. Well, that's the second unmanly thing you've done today. <laughs> Whoa, oh. that's not a Miller Lite. Oh, light beer is light beer. Um, no, Miller Lite has more taste. I'll strike two. One more, I'm taking your man card. Happy Bruce Day Tuesday, guys and gals and everybody in between. My name is Ashley Powers. And I'm Caroline King. And you're listening to Bitch Beer. What we want to do here at Bitch Beer is shine a light on the women who brew, market, distribute, serve, and love beer in the hopes that their stories will inspire the women and men who haven't taken the plunge. Craft beer doesn't have to be scary. Very rarely will you come across a gatekeeping hipster who asks questions like a troll who quizzes your nerd knowledge once he sees you in a Star Wars shirt. But why isn't it more openly female-friendly? Craft beer ads are rife with burly men lugging 50-pound bags of hops, and women make cameos as eye candy. To those on the outside, especially women, it can feel like a boys' club where no level of disguise will get us in. We hope by the end of this season you feel not only welcome, but unabashedly unafraid to drink craft. Well, friends, we have approached the last month of summer, and we wanted to start our goodbye with a look at some of this summer's beer trends. We sat down at Crog Street Market with Katie DeCantillon of Cop City to pick her brain on some trends she brought to our attention. This girl is crazy knowledgeable and was able to answer every question we had, as you'll hear. Katie is our go-to expert of all things up and coming in the world of beer and perfectly embodies the spirit of Hop City. Hey, Benjamin, roll the tape. So before we get into talking about trends, we want to talk about you. Okay. How did you get into beer? Um, just by drinking it. Um, <laughs> I, I've always been in the service industry, and my third job was at, like, a neighborhood pub that focused on craft beer, and they had 30 taps there. Um, so it was really just... I'm going to try something else other than this high life as my shift beer. So just after a while, just started being like really enjoying what we had. And then talking to whoever was buying the beer at the time, just started to learn about it and worked there for a while. And when I came here, learned even more. Like, so just it was just from the, that job straight here? Pretty much. Yeah. Awesome. Because before that, it was all like crappy high lives and PBRs and that kind of stuff, which I still love there. and drink, but didn't really delve into good beer until that job awesome which is also where i learned how to bartend so a lot of things came from that one job that's super cool how long have you been here at hop city again two and a half years nice then what's your official title here if you have one i don't have one here but i am about to be the bar manager at the new location when we open up uh at lee and white which i'm really excited i did not know there was going to be a new location yes Yep, um, hopefully by the end of the year, and we're going to be direct neighbors with the Monday Night Garage, which we're super excited about. because Very cool. Be awesome. Um, and it's going to be the first location with everything. So we're going to have a setup similar to here with a retail store and like a on-premise volume bar out front. And then we'll also have a full restaurant and bar upstairs, which is super exciting. I love, I can't wait. Yeah. That so is that's really, really awesome. just getting underway, still planning things out, but I will be bar manager over there, and I am super excited because I live around the corner. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm so happy for you. That's going to be so you. cool. Yeah. Um, so one thing like that we like to talk to um, our guests about is just being a woman in the beer industry. Mm-hmm. So what has your experience been like so far? Mostly really good. Um, and most of that is from the people that I work with. 
both at my first job learning and just like asking questions and people being really into wanting to share just you know beer nerds <laughs> sharing beer nerd love um, every now and then I get people customers or reps or something that uh, seem very surprised um, by me knowing anything or bypass <laughs> me for one of my male coworkers to ask questions to, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. Um, mostly it's been good. And just like I said, a lot of people that want to drink good beer together and talk yeah. about it. Yeah. That's yeah. a common thing we get is, is reps, which surprises me because you're, you're supposed to be professional, right? Yeah. Um, I think it has more to do with the sales part of that than what they're selling. Got it. And just going back to the kind of unfortunately age old, oh, you're a girl. You don't know Let as much. Let me talk to you about just it. Just not necessarily what it is that you're talking about. Because um, like I said, everybody that I work with, I've never had any sort of, oh, you don't know. It's always just been, we're talking on the same level. Everybody knows what we're talking about. And it doesn't happen that often. And when it does, usually my coworkers are like, why aren't you talking to her? <laughs> Which is always really nice. Yeah, so, call it out. Yeah. So... You are going to talk to us about a couple of uh, current yes. beer trends, um, and what 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 are they? Which th you gave us three. Yes, I did. Which I picked them because they are most relevant to what my customers are asking me about all the time. Okay. Um, so it's what I'm going to call accessible sours. So stuff that's not super super tart or overly vinegary, um, non bitter IPAs. So New England style and like milkshake style, which is not technically really a style, but something that people like to call it. Yeah. Um, and then what we lovingly call dad beers. Um, so for light lagers, pilsners, Vienna lagers, stuff like that. Awesome. So talk to us about the non-bitter IPAs, because a big thing that turns people off from IPAs is the bitterness or the hoppiness or whichever way they phrase it. Right. And That's, it feels like a lot of breweries are trying to have like competitions of, oh, mine's like the most dank, man. This is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, the number one comment I get from my customers is, so I don't want anything hoppy. I hate bitter. Don't give me an IPA. I'm like, okay, slow down. What do you like? <laughs> um, so New England or Northeast, it's either one, um, is IPAs that are typically hopped later in the brewing and or dry hopped. So instead of getting more of the bitter, uh, you get more of the flavor of the hop, which is perceived as like fruity and tropical and juicy. So when you see them, it's like what I'm drinking, super hazy, often golden, yellow, orangey, and you get a lot of those like bright fruit, tropical flavors. And you don't get as much of the perceived bitterness. Right. Yeah. Um, so if I can get somebody to move past the bitter problem, I can actually usually get them to really like an IPA like that because it's a totally different style to them. Yeah. Or the milkshake IPA, which is the same kind of a deal, but with lactose added to it. Um, so you're getting smooth, creamy, along with all that fruit. So things that people, I think, just aren't aware is in the same category, but then they really like it when they give it a try. So what are you drinking? This is um, Death in the Distance from Burial. They're out of Asheville. I love them. Nice. Um, and it's a dry hopped, um, just really smooth, a little bit bitter. You can see how hazy it is, but definitely all those tropical notes, almost like a mango flavor a little bit. Mm. So something that you might not expect if the only thing you know is the, this is so dank and really yeah. bitter. <laughs> this tastes like the smell of a college dorm room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lots of socks. Uh, but yeah. Nice. Well, let's talk about what we're drinking too, because we actually have some pretty good beers and I'm really excited about it. This one that I have, I'm drinking the Victory 
the Kirsch Goza. Mm -hmm. It's like has some cherry flavors to it. It's nice and balanced. It's pretty it's, color too. It's it's really pretty. It's really nice. <laughs> it's nice and pink. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm drinking the collaboration that Action Bronson did with Stillwater. So it's called Seven Thousand. Yeah. Um, this is super freaking good. That is, I believe, um, dry hopped with white grapes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of getting a nice round balance. And it's like nice and like kind of dry. Yeah. A little bit crisp, still tart, but not crazy sour. You're not getting like punched in the mouth. Right. Now that you say I do get a little bit of like white wine yeah. notes mm -hmm. to it because of the grapes. Yeah. Ha ha. Um, no, I yeah, love it. It's just really good. Yeah. And what what are, what do you have again? Ben? Uh, he has the the Pretoria Goza. Goza. Mm -hmm. I wrote them all down because I can't remember things. <laughs> Some of these names are like long and weird and yeah. Oh yeah, weird long names is definitely a trend <laughs> yeah. for sure. Okay, that's the fourth trend: weird long names. Weird long names. Yeah. Uh, Orpheus burial. Weird long. Oh, names. Orpheus man! It's like a novel, and it's like it's worth it because when you taste it, you're like, you can call this whatever you want. But sometimes I'm like, what order did those words with all the commas go? Because I'm. I'm calling the wrong name. I usually, or they just add on, like, over and over and over and over and over and over yeah. and over. There was, and then there, they did the uh, special release that was something about an open window next to a chair with a curtain blowing in the way. Like, it's a quote from a book <laughs> that I can't remember I can't. the quote, but it's the whole quote. And I usually just refer to it. The chair one with the window. The chair. Like, yeah. Yes. I love it was it. really good, though. <laughs> Imagine yeah. saying that in this store. Be like, do you have this? Blah, 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 blah. I'm oh, sorry. What was it again? We had it on tap. Uh, very briefly when it came out, and we just shortened it down to the, the last three words of whatever the name was. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Orpheus Chair. Ask for it. Um, so, yeah, speaking of sours, uh, not overly sour beer is another trend. So that one is usually for the people that come up and like, so I don't like beer. I don't like beer that tastes like beer, which is something that I get a lot. Okay. Um, so then one question is, do you like wine? Because I find that you can get wine drinkers to drink a sour. Okay. Um, and then also I'll just ask, do you like like sour candy? Something like that. I um, mean, if you get enough yeses there, I'm like, cool, try this. And it's, um, almost immediately it's, oh, that doesn't taste at all like beer. I'm like, so that's a good way to kind of like point you in a new direction. And the Berliner Weiss styles and the Goza styles are often a little more mellow than some of the old school like European sour styles or American wild ales that can get like really vinegary. Yeah, or, the vinegar bombs which are the I ones that love, kill me. Um, but that's not for everybody. Yes. So something like this is really good for sitting out on a patio in the summer when it's really nice. Wild ales are something I'm I'm desperately trying to get more into because I appreciate the complexity of it and how much effort goes into it and how like they have to be all off on their own because they're so easily tainted. But the taste is just so, it tastes like a vinaigrette usually. Have you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any from uh, Crooked Stave? No. Where? Crooked Stave, they're out of Ooh. Colorado. We have a bunch in store right okay. now. Uh-oh. Um, they're delicious. They're one of my favorite sour breweries, and they do a really great range of that sort of wild ale that might take a little while to get into, and lighter stuff like what we're drinking now that's not... Uh, quite as intense a little more approachable okay um so some yeah we have some stuff in the store right now from them. i That's need really to great. try it then um so brewing sour beers is extremely difficult oh my gosh uh <laughs> i've never tried yeah, no right? i will yeah. no i we almost oh i almost made ourselves sick from the last one that we tried and almost <laughs> killed me 
Um, yeah, we've tried. Process. We've tried brewing. We're not successful. We're gonna keep trying. We're gonna keep trying. Very brave. Not yeah. successful. Applause. Oh yeah, she. Uh, I've never tried. When it was time to finally try it, it was so carbonated that when she popped the cap off, it <laughs> took her hat off, and there's like a dent yeah. in her ceiling. <laughs> It was intense. A, a fun permanent reminder. Yeah, of yeah, our failure, <laughs> like a scar. I was going adventure, not failure. <laughs> no, it was yeah, it was fun. But yeah, sours like just the microbiology behind it is so fascinating. But I'm sure like it can go really bad or really good. Like, if you um, yes, it can go really bad or really good. And also, not even necessarily on the really bad or really good, but just the variety, like how different it can be. From if you're using like lactobacillus or bretomyces or the yeast that you're using, mm-hmm. but also if you ever go on a brewery tour, um, ask about their chemist. Like nice. having a re- like a legit chemist is a thing that a lot more breweries are doing, especially if they're interested in sours. Um, I know Orpheus has um, their chemist is like a like a microbiologist, like a legit chemist. Yeah. Um, but just having someone on staff that. <laughs> Knows better than we do yeah. about the way those like bacteria and stuff act because yeah absolutely it can definitely just turn into blue cheese on yeah. real fast Ooh. Ooh. which is good in its own way sometimes. <laughs> what's your um, what's your favorite sour right now? That's so hard. It I was hard. Dr- going back to Crooked Stave. I was drinking their um, Petite Rosé uh, last week, which is really blueberry good. and raspberry, which was just super refreshing, really nice, fruity, light. We have some really good sours in Atlanta. Um, yeah, we do. Monday night makes some really good sour. Dr. Robot oh is delicious. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Robot, the blackberry limp. Oh, my gosh. It mm-hmm. is so, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, and then um, Tritonia from Creature Comforts is another one that's of my one. favorites, mm-hmm. especially because uh, sometimes I forget that the seasonals are seasonal. So when it comes out again, I get really excited. We yeah. have some right now. Um, That's awesome. That's been on my list to try, so I'll probably be leaving with that, too. If you like too. pickles, I highly recommend it. What? What? Well, it's like cucumber and lime and sea salt, so there's uh, a pickle flavor to got it. Got it. Yeah. Ooh. I do like pickles. Yes. That is interesting. Awesome. I like that. Mm-hmm. My other favorite right now, of course, we've talk, we talk about all the time, is Lord Grey, and it is oh, just yeah. fucking delicious, yes. and I love it. Lord Grey is definitely one of my favorite newer ones recently. Yeah. Um, I, it's very crushable. Yeah. Say, like, yeah. Yes. And uh, Alani from Reformation, their, their rosé. <gasps> that one I haven't tried yet. It's very good. Okay. It's really, really good. And it's very pretty. It's, it's nice when you have a Pinker pretty Pinker than drink. that, yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, another trend you want to talk about is what you call dad beers, yeah. light lagers. Um, mm-hmm. So American light lager, I think is kind of just the general term for anything in the realm of like a PBR or high life, but not those brands um and then nice like pilsners vienna style lagers which are a little maltier um just anytime someone's looking for a bud light like no but here's this try this instead um which those are just the giant mass-produced versions of those classic styles so I, i feel like it's a bit looking into the future when the the beer nerd goes the way of the dinosaur and it's just regular beer drinkers looking for something they can enjoy a lot of craft breweries whether they're larger like founders or smaller like cruiser conference are looking to put things out that it's just easy sell like i don't have to explain it to you and i can still make the other stuff that i'm into on this side while you are drinking this right founders solid gold is really good um that's that is a true dad beer that's just so delicious. Um, Creature Comforts has Bebo. Uh, yeah, I love Bebo. It's Bebo's so good. good. It's uh, so good. Yeah, I really like that one. 
Wild Heaven has Emergency, which I don't love, um, but it's super popular for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a little bit more hops in my beer than that, but uh, it's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's easy, accessible. Drink it on the Chattahoochee if you're from Atlanta. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And yeah, we lovingly call them dad beers because it's their old school styles that the dads come in and ask for. Um, but I think that's a definite, you were asking earlier about like future trends. I think that's probably what sticks around the longest is well-made pilsners, lagers, return to the old school. Moms, we're about to change your life with this news. Finding a babysitter has never been easier with Atlanta's fastest growing babysitting company called USIT. USIT is Atlanta's on-demand babysitting app that connects pre-vetted and background-checked college students to moms in need of sitters. If you need a date night sitter, consistent sitter, or have a last minute need, USIT has got you covered with an exclusive offer only for Bitch Beer listeners. By sending the code hashtag Bitch Beer to admin at usit.care, you will get your first hour of babysitting for free. Download the app on the Apple Store or Google Play and learn more about USIT on their website at www.usit.care. Something for, for everybody's palate. Yeah, exactly. So th- for anybody who doesn't know, what is the difference between a light lager and a regular, like, old school lager? So there's just different varieties. Um, so, like, Artisan Seasonal, which is one of my favorites, is more of just a traditional lager. Um, I think this term American light lager is just literally lightening it up, making it lighter. So the closer you get to something like a PBR, farther away from something like a yingling you know that yes stuff. but unseasonal has got more of that amber color versus like the real pale straw wheat yeah, yeah 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 and so with it being a light lager does it also mean that it's like a lower calorie sort of beer too or i don't think so okay. um <laughs> i mean yes naturally just compared to some other types of beers and like the things that you're putting in it but not necessarily in like a calorie counting sort of like a way. not like a like a bud light or like a michelob ultra sort of thing no okay, yeah cool. purely in like ABV, they're all going to be, you know, below five. Mm-hmm. Color, body heaviness, super thin in a good way. Not like water, but just easy to easy to put down. Yeah. I think I, I, I just love the idea of light lagers because especially when I... Um, like when I used to work at restaurants and there's some places that don't even have Bud Light anymore. They yeah, just have exactly. local beers. So being able to introduce them to something on the menu, like, hey, don't be, you know, don't feel like you're not welcome here because right. you only drink Bud Light. Like, let's try this. That's actually made 30 miles from here. Exactly. You know that. And I also feel like, too, um, if I can, you know, sort of win your trust over by saying, no, I don't have Bud Light, but try this classic city from Creature Comforts and they love it, mm-hmm. then they're more willing to talk to me about the other 59 beers that I have on the board and something else that they might want to give a shot that maybe they wouldn't just because they didn't recognize any of the names yeah. when we walked up. Yeah. It's That's nice so as a little, little gateway beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a trend that I noticed... Uh, gateway beer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was great. Here we go, kids. <laughs> it's going to open you up to a whole new world. Um, that might be on its way out, but uh, the last time I was here making a six-pack, there were so many passion fruit beers Ooh. of all different styles. Oh, but no, passion that's definitely fruit. a thing. Passion fruit is super uh, popular. I think part of it has to do with... Um, there are a lot of types of hops that, if you get down into the nitty-gritty, have very tropical 
passion fruit esque and other fruits um, aromas, especially aromas, sometimes flavor, um, that just pairs really well. So if you're already using that hop and then you just want to like amp up that flavor, yeah, there's a um, there's a wheat ale from Vietnam that I uh, I gotta remember the name, but it's passion fruit. I'm not a huge wheat beer drinker. It's just a little too weedy, bready for yeah. me. Um, but this so good. Um, I have to ask my coworkers what it is, but um, we had it for like a hot second, and it was a pretty expensive six pack because it came from Vietnam. Right. Um, but it was delicious, and it was just like a passion fruit bomb. It was mm. really good. Like drinking a smoothie. Oh, really that sounds good. Yeah. Well, like speaking of the six packs, because we and again we talk about this all the time. Yeah. We one of our favorite things to do at Hop City is get like build our own six pack. Yes, that is um, one of my from, favorite things to do from the from the yeah. singles wall. So when you go to build your own six pack at Hop City, what is usually in your six pack? So typically, they're always different. And but what I do every time is I go to the first aisle that's the new and seasonal, Ooh. and I scope it out for what I want to try for the new and seasonal, and then I go see who has already pulled those apart. Because <laughs> um, sometimes the new and seasonal is a little on the expensive side, depending on where it's coming from. So I go and see who's already pulled it apart and then build my new and seasonal six pack. And that's oh, wow. that's my favorite thing to do. That way I get to try a bunch of different new stuff without committing in case some of it's not for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you show up to parties with like, you know, like an 11 pack instead of 12 packs yeah. or, you know, five packs. And well, and you get to show up to a party with a bunch of really fun stuff. Yeah. If you have friends that enjoy beer like you do, just throw it all out there, and everybody right. gets to try something cool. And yeah. do you do you intentionally try to say like, okay, I've already got one beer in this style. I'm not going to pick another one in the same style. No, it, <laughs> uh, no. My my general favorites, like my general go to all the time, is a sour or an IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's usually like half and half of a sour and IPA, and then some one other random thing. We are the same person. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I do. Um, of course, that changes seasonally because things come out in winter that you can't normally get, and then it'll just be all of that. But yeah, typically yes. it's sours or IPAs. Cool. I'm the opposite. Whenever I like pick my six pack, I like shiny things because I'm easily distracted. <laughs> so I just go literally just off of the label. Like, oh, this is pink. Oh, this is but shiny. That kind of goes <laughs> along with the long name trend of finally, I don't even want to call it a trend. I feel like it's just good sense of having real beautiful art on your can to attract yeah. people's eye it's it works now right all of burials cans have amazing artwork on them i would just that's i think that's actually how i started drinking their beer because so it looked cool. cool and then it turned out to be delicious yeah and like but that's uh like omnipolo stillwater evil twin they all have amazing can art and they make really good beer so you kind of it's okay you're not really gonna go wrong yeah man orpheus is coming at it from both sides orpheus, if you yeah. can't if you don't have the attention span to read their long ass name look they got art. some pretty art for you to look they at. do and i even have a tattoo from one of the artists that's on one of the orpheus cans. that's so you cool do not. oh yeah. my gosh that is amazing yeah, his name is sam parker he lives in colorado now that's super cool mm-hmm. That is really because I've always loved their their beer. Yeah, they um they do different local artists, and so he was on one of the first few cans when before he left the state. Um, and they like rotate different local artists. That is a oh, very cool. I mean, now it's just sure an Orpheus commercial. Well, you know. <laughs> I love them. It's I feel like it's okay if we turn into a commercial for That's local beer that we love. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I haven't been to a brewery in Atlanta that I've disliked. So, and if I have, I won't talk about it. I haven't either. I definitely have favorites, but I haven't been uh, disappointed yet by anybody, truly. Yeah. 
It's a pretty good game here, yeah. especially like, well, and we're going to go in a couple weeks um, to the Atlanta Beer Bus. Have you done that yet? I haven't done the Atlanta Beer Bus. It it's looks really, really fun. fun. I did is. I did just buy my ticket for uh, Dames and Dregs, though. Yay! So yeah. yeah. We'll see you there. Yep. Do you want to do, do the rapid fire one? Yeah. Okay, so this one, okay, this is technically a rapid fire question, but it's it's a it's a thinker question anyways. But um, if you could have a beer with anyone in the world, dead or alive, yeah. who would it be? And what beer do you think they'd drink? So like I said, I've listened before, so I've thought about this yes. question. Yay! Um, <laughs> and right now, it's Anthony Bourdain. Yep. Uh, uh, and I have two thoughts on this that I think it would depend on where we were having this beer. A really good spicy saison, mm. or like a high life, depending on where you were. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like you know, because he came through Atlanta and went to the Claremont and just like was crushing PBRs with Alton Brown, and I was like, oh, <gasps> so mad I missed to it. be a fly on the wall. Oh yeah, that must have been amazing. Oh, they filmed it. You can I watch can it. I can watch it. I can't be a fly on the wall. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Yeah. I don't know go things. To the Claremont afterwards. I just spent all my great the Claremont Lounge afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I just watch Real Housewives. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm just uncultured. <laughs> I apologize. <Stop. laughs> no, you get to learn about who's a bitch in all the states of the country. Yay! I love it. Uh, uh, what has been the coolest thing to happen on the job or because of the job? On the job, uh, because of our location, we get a lot of movie and TV people. Um, and I have I have had the pleasure of serving a couple of actors that I was pretty giddy over. So that was pretty cool. Who? Um, do you know who Lee Pace is? Yeah. Yeah, I got to serve Lee That's Pace. So that's so really cool. Yeah. Wait, who's Lee um, Pace? Was he doing? Was he doing a Marvel movie? Um, or what? I, uh, he okay. yes, I think it was around the Marvel movie filming. Um, oh, okay. He, I think, I'm pretty sure he's an elf in Lord of the Rings. Yes, he he's, plays uh, the elf king in The Hobbit. Yeah, The Hobbit. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Okay, and, uh, I know. he was on this really great cult TV show called Pushing Daisies forever. Ago. <gasps> that's right. I love that's right. that show. Yeah, that's him. I was so sad when it was canceled. Yeah. That's him. Oh, okay. I know exactly who it is now. Mm-hmm. And he's Thank the you. he's the villain in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he plays nice. Ronan. That dude. Yep. Okay, cool. Got it. Uh, Thank you, Ben, for Googling. referred to as an eyebrow heartthrob <laughs> <laughs> on a description of a TV show on, like, the on-demand, like, info bar. Yeah. Referred to him as Lee Pace, <laughs> eyebrow heartthrob. <laughs> and it was the best it's thing It's just ever him and Emma Watson in that category, though, yeah. right? That's I think just, so. It's just him. <laughs> <laughs> she has like a pretty strong forehead to go with her eyebrows as well. Yes. And Peter Gabriel, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Peter Gallagher. I confused. Them. Oh, Gallagher. Yep. <laughs> that, that's who I was thinking of, though. Yeah. That's so funny. But yeah. So that's pretty fun. I like a lot of the Walking Dead folks come in and like they're all really chill. And there's a lot of, did you see so-and-so today? Did you see so-and-so today? So that's pretty fun. That's awesome. And, are, and like, are, the, are people just like staring at them from across the room or are mostly people chill? Half and half. Okay. Uh, and I think it just depends on how oblivious the general room is at the time, because some days people definitely notice, and it's like people going up and asking for pictures, and other days people have no clue whatsoever. And they just—I think it just depends on how busy it is, maybe. I just like to be in your shoes, and like for their back to be to somebody, and you can see that somebody's just like staring at them and like whispering to their friend, and you're like. I, I want to tell them, but I don't want to tell them, and I feel so uncomfortable, but... Oh, well, I definitely always have the 
inner monologue of just be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. Like don't. <laughs> don't ask for a picture. Yeah. yeah. It's a pic- Memories are pictures yeah. in your head. This exactly. is just for you. I was super weird. Um, so, I, so I used to work at Bloomingdale's in Chicago and Vince Vaughn came in one time. And we would get celebrities all the time. And it was no big deal. But Vince Vaughn, he was just filming a movie and I just like absolutely loved him. And he's really tall. And he came like right up to where I was. I was doing inventory for, because I was a brand manager there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, he comes right up to me, and I just look at him, and he asked me a question. Didn't hear the question. I just go, congrats on your baby! <laughs> like a your total weirdo. Oh, that's awesome. Like a total weirdo. What's wrong with me? Um, yeah, so I can't be around celebrities. I apologize. <laughs> just don't be around me around celebrities. It's going to be weird. Oh, okay, yes. so this next question is really exciting. Um, this might be a tough one. If you were stranded mm-hmm. on a deserted island and could have, the beer, have some beer with you, what beer would you want it to be? Stillwater the Cloud. Mm. What kind of beer is that? It's an IPA made with lactose and oatmeal. Oh, it's so good. Oh, wow. And the can is like this really pretty blue and white grid map with like, yeah, Stillwater the Cloud. And it's a map. So and maybe you can read it and figure out how to get off the island. Yes. <laughs> if I know where I am. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the one. Um, how old were you when you had your first beer and what was it? I don't know. Probably 16 and it was also probably like mad dog or something i don't know whatever the dudes i was hanging out with yeah nothing good for sure nothing nothing good good. yes what was like the first craft beer that you tried that was like you know what there's like more to this than just i don't know if this technically counts anymore but honestly guinness Guinness is delicious yeah i don't know if that's technically a craft beer still but yeah probably guinness love that i think that was probably the first thing that i had drank that i was like Oh, beer can taste good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it can. Yeah. And it tastes not like cornflakes. Yeah. It can be okay. And still to this day, if I drink a stout, I want it to be chill. Maybe not as light as Guinness. Guinness is so light, but there's so many just like barrel-aged imperial with yeah. 18 different ingredients. It tastes like there, liquor. Which are delicious, but typically I kind of just want like a really good mellow beer. And that's about it. Yeah. Love it. So what is your guilty pleasure TV to watch? Law and Order SVU. <gasps> Me too! <laughs> Mershka Hargitay. I love her so much. Oh my gosh. Which I'm only calling guilty pleasure uh, not because of the quality, but the volume in which I watch that show. <laughs> no, like within like the first like 15 minutes, I'm like, nah, the sister did it. She's oh, she's yeah. not highlighted right now, but she's gonna come back. Definitely. Or no, actually, that's it. That's her long lost father, and he killed her because it's of always this. the second person they interview. It is because the shortest yeah. interview, and they act kind of weird, or, or they act way too cool, and then they mm-hmm. leave, and it was totally them. Way too normal. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a proper SVU episode if they didn't go to a bar and a bartender like threw a towel over his shoulder. Well. The guy she was with wasn't too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like, I don't know. They paid with cash. Like, what do you want for me? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, I actually remember she had a tattoo on her lower back. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, oh, and so like, good. can you watch it objectively or do you get paranoid after a while? And you're like, no, I'm worried people are trying to break into my house. I'm done. Oh, no. I It's it's objective at this point. Good. Uh, my best friend uh, stayed with me for about a month. Um, like in between moving out of country and moving back to country. And uh, that's just like all we did. And every every time my boyfriend came home and found us just like sitting on the couch, eating Chipotle, watching SVU, he's like, what have you done today? And I was like, this. Chipotle? This. We went <laughs> we went out and got Chipotle. Yeah, I came back. That was, that was the move. Yeah, that's how my sister and I are. There's like a drinking game for it. Yeah. 
Ooh, wait. Tell me immediately. We need it. What's your favorite rule of the drinking game? Um, there's several, but the like my three favorites are anytime uh, Melinda, the ME, just shows up in the nick of time with the perfect <laughs> DNA evidence. Yes. Drink. Um, anytime uh, Finn just goes full Finn on anybody. Yeah. Uh, and then anytime... B.D. Wong shows up with, like, the perfect uh, psychological. psychological evaluation. I have a crush, like, cracks the case. I have a crush on B.D. Wong. He's the best. He's, He's so great. That's probably B. why I have a ch- Chinese boyfriend now. I love him. B.D. Wong is is the dude from Mulan, right? He was the voice of the dude in Mulan. Yes? No, that was Johnny Osmond. What? Yeah. What? Uh-uh. Stop Stop. Uh, stop the show. Stop the podcast forever. He's saying it. He's saying in it. Oh, so, so was but he a singing different. voice? Always, oh, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good there's question. There's always a singer, and then there's like a speaker. Right. What? It's almost never the same Not person. for all Disney movies. Yeah. Why are you ruining my life right now? Sorry. Almost. Yeah. I'm it, is, it is very typical. Yeah, that's really how we ended the episode. We got so caught up in Lee Pace and B.D. Wong, we didn't sign off. But we think that's an indication of how much fun sitting down with Katie was. I just love B.D. Wong. I have such a crush on him. (laughs) Anyways, we'll be back in two weeks with another Lady in Beer, and we hope you'll join us. Cheers! Cheers!